0: Hey there, yeah, welcome to Saturday. Welcome to Saturday. One of these days I'll do, and every night's a school night, do the original show, just to keep that uh, wheel greased, if nothing else. I mean, I haven't had a lot to say lately. I feel like I want to say things because I enjoy doing these, but I I really don't have a whole lot to offer at the moment. You know, obviously there's stuff in the news about, uh, oh, there's signs that restrictions will be lifted, they've given dates. And as soon as they've made that statement, that makes me suddenly want to slow down a little bit more. Not because I want the regulations and restrictions to stay in place, but because it just makes me aware of the fact that, hey, if I can avoid being part of the immediate, you know, basically, I don't want to join the party too soon. Is how I feel. Not because I, I believe anything bad will necessarily happen. I mean, it's possible. Who knows? I mean, there's there's so many different things that could happen. But, I, I, you know, just, it's made me realize, hey, you know what? Like, I'm not eager to go. Because, you know, honestly, I haven't hated the last year. I haven't hated the last year at all. Despite some stress. Despite some obvious, you know, grievances I have. It, it really hasn't bothered me to live this way. I don't like being forced to do it. I don't like the government necessarily telling me what to do, even if it's the right thing. I don't necessarily love the act of being told what to do. But I also don't mind living this way for whatever reason. I guess it's not that different from how I would live normally. And this isn't some like, oh, you know, uh, Karotevi locker down has just been... uh, the perfect life for an introvert. You know, this isn't. Even, it's not even coming from a place of introversion or anything like that. It's just, it's a quieter and slower way of life, and because of that, I have an appreciation for it. And I don't miss the things. You know, I don't miss going out very much. You know, would I want to do this forever? I, not necessarily. No. I don't think I would, but you know, at the same time, I wouldn't mind this kind of, I wouldn't mind whatever we think is going to happen as things normalize. I wouldn't mind us slowing that down and maybe that's what they're doing. I don't know, but just hearing that they have plans to lift restrictions and allow things to go back, it just kind of makes me go, okay, I'm, I'm going to hesitate for a second. I'm going to hesitate. It's not that I don't trust them. I'm just going to hesitate. And I think the reality is, is when people go to this big party to be like, life is back to normal, we're, we're, we're going back. I think it's going to be underwhelming. I think it's, might, it might even be boring. I mean, maybe some people are going to be excited, like the people who are legitimately partying. I think they might have fun. I think they will. But the, in the bigger picture, you know, it might be underwhelming. Because the question is, you know, what is going to be better after this? Like, are people going to have an appreciation? Are they going to have a greater appreciation for the things they weren't able to do? Temporarily, they will. I mean, it's like when you lose power. When you lose power and the lights go back on, there's this brief window of time where you're like, ah, it's so great that I can flip a light switch and see things. And, you know, I've thought about this each time it happened. I've talked about it on this show, where when the power goes out, I always tell myself... I'm going to be aware of the lights coming back on. I'm going to be conscious of the fact that the lights are back on for as long as possible. I mean, a better way of putting it would be, I'm going to be appreciative. I'm going to, I'm going to be aware and appreciative of the fact that I have power, that I have electricity. I don't even think an hour goes by. I think it's a matter of minutes when suddenly you just, you're like, oh, I have internet again. I have lights. I forgot the power was even out. And that's a good thing. I mean, that's like the, in a silly way, that shows human resilience. Because it's like, okay, well, I'm just going to forget about when the lights were out and I couldn't do the things I wanted to do. And then the lights come back on and you don't just sit there and ritualize every little thing you do that uses electricity. You just go, I'm doing this now. I'm back in the moment. Because that is living in the moment. Living in the moment is just, Taking electricity for granted. And so that's going to happen with all this. I mean, people are going to take these things for granted again. Some people are going to realize they didn't really like the way they were living before. I don't know. I, I can't speak for anybody. And to be honest, I'm not interested in this whole, like, let's uh, let's reflect on how coronavirus has changed us. Let's reflect on how, how coronavirus has uh, changed our outlook. I don't want to be doing that. But the reality is there will be coronavirus casualties and I don't mean people who died of coronavirus. I just mean people who never quite get back on the same page as everybody else. People who otherwise would be, but something in them might have something in their brain got pushed a little too far or got pushed, to, you know, askew in some way, got you know, there's just something a little off that will never go completely back to normal, whatever that is. Most people will, though. I mean, the reality is most people will just adjust, but there will be some people, and, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. I, I hope to avoid being that person myself. As much as I'm reluctant to join the party, as much as I'm actually now starting to experience some kind of nervousness, and not like an anticipatory nervousness where I'm like, oh, I'm anticipating what's going to happen. It's 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 more just like a kind of like, I don't know if I like this. And things feel very boring right now. That's one of the reasons I don't do this show as much right now because I'm just like, things feel boring to me, therefore everything I say is going to be boring. But, uh, you know... With, with uh, you know, I, I don't know, I, I guess it's, it's, there's a high potential s- still for some kind of clash. Like, there's still a high potential for some kind of conflict. It feels less and less like some sort of civil war is looming. But that was, you know, a common point of discussion for months and months, years, really but especially late last year and early this year, it seemed like everybody was focused on this idea of civil war, almost fantasizing about it. As much as people fear that, I think there is something that... I, I think that even normal people, even pacifists, have war fantasies. And when that phrase, civil war, was you know coming up again and again... I think a lot of otherwise unassuming people were having their own little war fantasies. I think they were having their own little civil war fantasies. They were so pissed at the other guy. They were so pissed off at the other guy. What do you do when you're pissed off? What do you do when you're pissed off about a group? Like, when you're pissed off about a person, you kind of fantasize about either arguing with them or fighting them, maybe. Maybe. As a kid, when I was really mad at somebody, I was, you know, a, a very non-violent kid. But when I was very mad at somebody, sometimes I would fantasize about beating them up. You know, as an adult, you fantasize about putting someone in their place, telling them off. And so what do you do when that's an entire group? Like when when it's not just one individual who is pissing you off, when it's not just a kid in school, when it's not just a coworker. What do you do when an entire group of people piss you off? Well, you fantasize about putting them in their place. You might even fantasize about hurting them. Basically, the logical conclusion is war. You know, it's, it's things coming to a head. So I think that people have a fantasy built into them where they want war, but it feels less like that right now. But things go up and down so often, that's another reason why I'm hesitant to really dip my toes back in too far. Because I just, you know, I don't trust, you know, I don't trust the initial excitement. I don't believe that people have... I guess what it is is I want people—I want to be confident that people have reestablished civility before I really do much. And, hey, you know, maybe it's like being late to the party. Because as people sort of re-socialize, they're they're going to be gushing over each other. They're all going to seem like they're on ecstasy. They're all going to act like they're on molly, and they're all going to be like, Did I ever tell you how much I love you? Oh, I guess I didn't notice, like, how uh, beautiful your eyelashes are until now. No, you know what? I just think you're awesome. Did did I ever tell you how awesome I think you are? You know, people are going to be gushing over each other like they're on ecstasy. And that's wonderful. I mean, that's going to be wonderful for them. Uh, But uh, I'd rather be the guy who's late to the party. Once the party's dying down, I'll I'll check it out. (laughs) That's kind of how I'm feeling. I'll be like, oh, yeah, looks like you guys had fun. Looks like you guys had a fun party, but I'm kind of glad I, I didn't come earlier. That's about all I got to say about that. Uh, you know, it's—I uh, don't know. I'm just—I I guess I, I feel genuinely nervous about—I uh, don't know—because I mean, so many things have felt extra illusory. So many things have been the illusion has been made obvious when it comes to many things. And then uh, that just makes life itself feel that much more illusory. And that's not necessarily the best place to be in as a living, breathing, biological human being like the best place to be in isn't necessarily going around being like it's all an illusion. Numbers are made up. What is the IRS anyway? What do you mean I have to sign my blah, blah, blah? What do you mean I got to get my driver's license renewed? It's all an illusion, which it is. That's the, the big dilemma of it all, is that, yeah, your driver's license is just a laminated piece of paper that has information that your parents made up about you to give you an identity. And it is this all-important document that you need in order to do most important things. It's a pretty important illusion. It's still an illusion, but it's a pretty important one. And I guess that might be the best way to think about life moving forward, is important illusions. We know it's all an illusion, so what are the important illusions? Well, they're the things that you have to do. It's survival. It's getting your license renewed. And this is hard for me to reconcile right now. I mean, I really am saying this because I need to hear it as much as I am saying this for anybody else's benefit, just that, you know, readjusting to a life where... You know, I was already aware of many illusions, but just being aware that there are that many more <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, I was kind of holding on to the fact that I didn't believe certain things were illusions. And now here I am realizing that they all were. And the last year, the last year and a half, because it's not just Coronavi for me. It's me tangling with death, you know, a death close to me a year and a half ago, followed by the the, coron, the Coronavi pandemonium pandemic you know it's been any number of things that have happened socially politically it's been this whole it's been a haystack (laughs) it's been a haystack of things and and so we've had a lot of opportunities to recognize that even some of the foundations in our lives are illusions and i I know i'm talking very generally and i need to stop using the word illusion But you still have to, you know, prioritize certain things that are temporary, that are silly, that are manufactured. Things that don't actually represent you. You know, it's like having a job where you have to pretend to be somebody who's not you, which is pretty much every job, one way or another. It's very rare to find a job where you are actually being you as part of the job. And the jobs that will really trick you and trap you are the ones that say, we want you to be you. We want you to be you. Sometimes it feels like that's when you can be you the least. When they tell you you can. Kind of like what's going on, kind of like my feeling right now when it's like, jobama bin biden saying you can take your mask off soon you're gonna be able to take your mask off and you won't have to wear it nowhere if you get the shot you won't have to wear it nowhere that's when i'm like nervous not about the mask thing i couldn't care less about that i'm just nervous at that declaration i'm nervous that it's like hey everybody uh, normalcy's on the horizon To me, that has the same feeling as a boss telling you, "Hey, I want you to be you. I want you to be yourself." You know, to me, that's as much of a trap. I want you to get back to normal. I want you to start living your life again. Might as well be the same thing. It doesn't mean you shouldn't live your life. Doesn't mean you shouldn't be yourself. But it makes me a little bit cautious, I guess is how I should put it. And because I don't think... I mean, there's countless things that haven't been resolved. And so once the ecstasy high of, Oh my God, I missed people so much. Oh my God, you're so beautiful. I forgot how beautiful you are. Oh my God, I I forgot how much I loved uh, your glasses... Because, you know, I haven't been around you, I forgot how much I love your taste in glasses. You know, once that sort of false high, not that it's fake or anything, but just like once that temporary high is over, there's too much that's been left unresolved. And I feel like things will turn into arguments. It's like a, dr- its you know, almost like a drunken argument. People are going to be drunk and then they're going to get belligerent after the initial buzz. And I don't even think that's that doomy and gloomy. I think that's actually just uh, probably a good thing if some of that happens. I think there will actually be something good if there's a little bit of tension. If there's a little bit of just uh, people pulling and pushing in different directions, I think that will be good because it's not like we're entering a time now where we're like, hey, we have one unified goal as a people right now. Now that we're all returning from the coronavirus pandemonium pandemic, uh, we all kind of have the same idea in mind. That's not true at all, and so that's one reason to be hesitant to have reservation.